Welcome welcome back to You're Fine, The Empty Ramblings of a 20-something in hopes of finding something therapeutic. Um, <laughs> this you want to redo the intro or something? Or? <laughs> Feel free, this is going to be... It's, we only got 30 minutes. You know? Okay, here. Okay, ready? Welcome to You're Fine, The Empty Ramblings of a 20-something who's trying... You know, it's not going to get right anytime I try. You know what? We know the no, name of the no, it's really fine. It's really fine. We're so- Hi, I'm. <laughs> Hello, it's Cassidy again, and um, <laughs> I'm not trying to reintroduce it. So by now you've heard the um, manly voice in the room, which is my dear friend Mason, who is joining me today uh, to talk about. I, <laughs> I'm a little bit of. I I don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, I'm just. <laughs> Mason, will you? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my podcast on the other end, I've only had one episode, uh, but uh, it's it's uh, very unprofessional, so I was hoping that I could bring some... Professionality? Uh, you know. <laughs> um, so, Mason, before we dive into any questions or anything, I guess this is a question, will you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Well, uh, I, uh, I've been described before as uh, kind of eccentric, I guess. Uh, I, um, participated a long time ago in, um, North Korea's Got Talent, and it was, uh, I made it to the, I was, uh, a finalist there, but, uh, the problem was, was that, uh, when you go up against a guy like Kim Jong-un, you're gonna lose. He's very talented. I, uh, I did stand-up comedy on North Korea's Got Talent. I found that the language barrier was a little bit hard to get past. I don't know, uh, I don't know Korean. I don't know North Korean either. <laughs> um, so Mason is a comic, or I found, he's. <laughs> I found that he uh, the reason we didn't get along too well was because he was a Capricorn, and uh, I'm a Libra, and I think that caused a a bit of a divide between us, almost kind of like the demilitarized zone that separates uh, North and South Korea. So Mason is a comic, but he's also an astrology girl. Um, that is actually one of the first conversations we ever had um, was when we were clocking out for work and he turned to me and he said, are you a cancer? And I said, no, I am not a cancer. I'm a Pisces. Well, in all fairness, I thought she was a cancer. I'd like to defend myself here. <laughs> Sometimes I think back to the OJ trial and I think, now I'd like to get the, I'd like to set the record straight here. This is sort of a... Uh, controversial topic but uh, I believe OJ and I've always believed this OJ was found not guilty by a uh, series of his peers by a group of his peers so uh, I believe that if the glove does not fit you cannot acquit and uh, I've always believed that and anyone who says that he is guilty is just flat out wrong alright okay go ahead Um, so Mason, um, with like, I know that you want like comedy beer. I, I mentioned this before we started it's, recording. It's not too late to restart. <laughs> no, restart. no, we're doing great. We're doing great. Oh yeah. We're at 30 seconds now. Th- that? That's three minutes. Three minutes. Oh yeah. my goodness. No, no, no. We're doing great. We're doing great. All it's right, better right. when it's raw and it's fun. <laughs> raw and fun. Oh my gosh. <laughs> goodness. I'm your first male, male guest. And this is where it's going. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Does Spotify allow this? Are you allowed to you say cock on the podcast? <laughs> if you mark explicit, yes. 
You can do whatever you want. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, um, you laughed at me when I was saying that you when I you want to make comedy your career because right. <laughs> because that's a hard. Well, thing it to sounds do. so silly to be honest. I've uh, I thought to myself uh, if I ever went on to like the Bachelor or the Bachelorette, I'd want to put self-proclaimed comedian because I thought that'd be you know who wants to like amateur I'm... comedian or professional comedian doesn't sound right. Please go on the Bachelor or the really, Bachelorette. I'm begging. I you. think that would be my claim to fame. There was some guy. Any named... reality television show. Yeah, yeah. They'd uh, I think they'd cut a lot of my. Uh, a lot of my, like, what, like, cutaways, I guess? Will you apply for Big Brother? They're casting right now. Really? Yeah, will you please apply? Well, if I don't get, uh, if I don't get a certain role. I'll if there was a work. place where dreams come true, and there was a certain area in that park, uh, where they cast people, uh, funny monsters, I may or may not have applied to that position, and, uh, I can I can do a little bit for you right now if you want me to. I can I can reveal all my secrets. <laughs> but uh but there's a character while well, he's uh purple. <laughs> well, you think what what are you racist now towards purple people? It's a little ridiculous. I was actually thinking of the other character that you could audition for, so I wasn't expecting what, Marty? <laughs> uh, I mean, sorry, the orange fella. <laughs> I guess I had to make that distinction because a lot of people think Trump's an orange fella, and I don't want them to get confused. That you know, there's some laugh—I mean, a uh, place where monsters are funny—and uh, there's you know some orange fella that may or not be our former president, you know, getting up don't, there and telling jokes. Please tell me that you did not use a voice that mimics Donald Trump for that character. No, that would have been yeah. that would have been a lot better. Though. <laughs> that would have been a lot better. Telling knock knock uh, jokes. Well, I could have, I could have done, I, I could have done. Uh, for Marty, I was gonna do. Um, Hello, my name's Marty Wazowski. But I uh, decided against that, uh, and I just did my regular voice for, for Marty, and uh, for all the people listening at home, Marty's uh, he's supposed to be a child. <laughs> so yes. that's a that's a joke there. <laughs> I have a bad time giving context. If you get context. a call back, I will cry. I put a lot of effort into that video. Yeah. I'll have to show you at some point. But Please do. For Buddy Boyle, uh, I'm not sure if I can pull off the voice right now, but we'll see as a... Uh, mm -hmm. I'm Buddy Boyle! And then that's what I did that's for... A good one. And then for Betty Boyle, I did a... Uh, Hello, I'm Betty Boyle! Oh, shoot, I just gave away the names of the characters. <laughs> I'm really bad at this, if you can't tell. Uh... But yeah, that's um. What were we talking about? We were talking I about the career about aspirations. I was asking about how you're trying, how you're trying. But like that is that like, is, a, yeah. like that's moving that direction because like those are comedic characters. The yeah. point of that show is to be comedy and like it's yeah. improv and everything like that. So that is in that direction. Yeah. Are there any other things that you're trying to do in order to like spark like that career? I guess I I do uh, sketch comedy. Uh, I make. I'm not a very good animator, so uh, I. Uh, I don't really, you know, know how to draw too well, but I uh, did know how to Photoshop okay because I took one digital media class in high school, and basically what happened was uh, that was like the only thing that I knew how to do. So I just storyboard basically, and then just do voiceovers for it, and uh, that's been a lot of fun for me. I've gotten a lot of traction with that. I've been able to, uh, you know, 
put jokes out there and uh, it's been a lot of fun for me and kind of started during quarantine uh well yeah I guess a little bit before quarantine but it really took off in quarantine because everyone's really bored and I was like you know what if I did this you know sort mm-hmm. of made my own show that's and like that you was put on your Instagram right right and that's the whole mentality behind it is it's um I'm working on a script for a uh, TV show called Bad Jokes, and the idea is is that uh, my character is uh, trying to figure out who is making him tell all the bad jokes, so he works for like a sketch comedy place, and uh, he ends up in China because, uh, you know, they found out that uh, they've been outsourcing all the joke writing to China. So there's like a sweatshop there that like they write all the the jokes in there. Joke sweatshop. Yeah, and uh, you know he he just wanted to figure out who was writing the jokes, and uh, that's how he figured it out. But um, I don't want to spoil too much of it. But if you if you want to watch it, you know feel free. I'll I guess I'll plug my Instagram. Oh God, yeah. those. I was to say I typically ask that at the end. So I'll plug it. I'll plug it at <laughs> the end. You plug it at the end. This is very very unprofessional, <laughs> but. To be honest, I am the first male male guest on the uh, on the podcast here, and I'm all about breaking barriers. I've <laughs> I've been a bit of a feminist myself. I said uh, I like uh, women more than men typically, uh, and uh, I found that uh, out of all the people, though, I like gay men the most. Uh-huh. I love gay men a lot. <laughs> no, <laughs> what's funny about that? They're just are you trying to tell us something? They're just, gay, they're just gay men. I'd also like to say I'm the first openly gay member of the, the podcast here. I'm just kidding. I can't I can't kid about that, yeah. I guess. Anyways, I'd also like to say I was uh, the, um, since this is sort of a safe space where I can confess, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I already talked about how I, uh, I was a big fan of, big fan of OJ. He was a... Uh, is you know NFL rushing leader he rushed for 2,000 yards right but uh kind of off topic I was uh kind of a, a pilot back in the day and uh in the news there's uh well it's not been in the news for a while but uh I used to fly a, a plane I'm not sure if you've heard of it, the Lolita Express you ever heard of that one I'm really terrified of where this is going it's uh Jeffrey Epstein's plane you remember that guy <laughs> That guy was, he was not a good guy, but I had to, I had to fly the plane because that was my job. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I'd like to set the record straight here. <laughs> I've never been able to fly, you know, in a plane or, you know, on my own. Uh, and I've never been associated with Jeffrey Epstein, but uh, he was not a good guy. We can all, we can all agree with that, I think. All right. Is that the joke? No, it's just, like, I'm just rambling. I'm trying to fill time here. We're at, what, 11 minutes? No, I just, like, my favorite jokes of yours are the ones that are, like, the one-off, my yeah. ex-wife, my yeah, yeah. whatever, and oh, you very clearly I can are, pull like, out the way jokes. too young for that. I can pull out the No, 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 what was the one joke that you told me that actually, like, was good that I... He has a lot of actually good jokes. It's true, but like there was the one that you he some are misses. They are, but there was the one that like I wanted. That, like oh, nobody was, is perfect. Yeah. It was oh, it was the English teacher one. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'll tell you what. Back in high school, all uh, I had a English teacher, and um, she uh, she wasn't a floozy at all. She was married, and uh, she ended up getting knocked up. I guess her pregnant, mm-hmm. and uh, you know she. <laughs> you have to edit this part yeah, out. I will, I will. I'm trying to remember the joke. 
I mean, I remember the joke. I remember the punchline. It's just how to get there. Very <laughs> unprofessional here. This is my first <laughs> podcast. I'm a little nervous. Uh, all right. Let's re- let, pretend you didn't hear that part. <laughs> just in case you don't edit it out. We'll Just see pretend how I'm you did it. We'll see how I'm feeling. I can go through other jokes. Maybe we can build up to it. I thought uh, I thought about it the other day, man. Uh, the sea turtles, right? You remember the sea turtles? Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, uh, they're always getting the six packs stuck around their neck. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they stopped being such raging alcoholics, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have that problem. Same problem with happy Pete. Happy feet. Oh my god! I almost said happy Pete. I know a guy named Pete. He's nice. He reminds me, well, I don't know if he's listening to this podcast. I should should be careful. I remember I crashed into a truck carrying mirrors the other day. My insurance said they'd cover it, but uh, now I have 49 years of bad luck. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wouldn't that cancel it out of like two mirrors break or something? (laughs) No, it doesn't. That's not how superstitions work. So if if five black cats cross my path... (laughs) Oh my goodness. Uh, my grandpappy said always, uh, uh, the world is your bathroom. <laughs> my favorite part is when the jokes don't land. That's my favorite part. <laughs> that's why. I just kind of like stare at you. Yeah, that's kind of how I got started. That's kind of how I got started in this whole business, anyways. Was, um, I wanted to, I've always been the class clown, I guess. Sure. And, uh, you know, when, when I, you know, came down here, I, uh, I decided to, you know, start telling jokes, right? That mm-hmm. was going to be my niche. And it was really just a way to pass time because I hated working, man. Working sucks, man. It Anyone does. listening to this podcast, don't ever work. <laughs> don't ever, don't ever go to work. Live in your parents' basement forever. Don't ever grow up. <laughs> I've taken a lot of my pages out of Peter Pan. Book's empty now. It's spineless. I don't know. Was Peter Pan a book? It was a book. No, it is. By Jane Barry. It it actually is is a book. Is it up here? Is it? I don't think I have a copy of it. We could read it for the people right now. It's now now just an audio book. And then just tear some pages out, you know? No, but but like you you started doing, you didn't even do comedy before you moved down here? Uh, no, no. Really? what happened was I was kind of on the straight and narrow. My parents were very strict. (laughs) Okay. And uh, I got good grades in high school, if you believe it. Um, uh, The worst, well, actually, no, I take that back. I didn't really get good grades. I remember I was uh, the guy who got the lowest GPA in the entire class. Came mm-hmm. in at a point one, and uh, I've seen lower, <laughs> honestly, not for myself. Oh, lower but than I, a point one? Yeah, oh no, like I, I used to be like an academic like chairman yeah. in my sorority. I mm. saw somebody come in with a point zero three, and I said, "How is that possible?" Uh, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> I, I think like, we I should know. we should make that guy the president. <laughs> Was it a guy or a girl? I don't want to be sexist. Here. Remember, remember, folks. I'm I'm a feminist here. I've always I've always liked men more than women, except I like gay men. I like gay men a lot. But, anyways, back to the story. I uh, I got a point one GPA in high school, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, I was so embarrassed. Uh, they made me. Um, most people when they when they graduate, uh, they go across the stage in a uh, cap and gown. Uh, me, I just had a dunce cap. Do you still have a tassel on the top? How does how do you know what side it's on? No, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just a dunce cap. It said uh, dunce on there. Everyone made fun of me. Even uh, though you were good in school. 
Oh, well, yeah, I kind of ruined the part of that. Yeah, you really did. You went from like being said, real to, like, telling a joke. Yeah. <laughs> usually, usually at this point, I, uh, you know, usually at this point, I, uh, I delete the podcast and I start <laughs> over. But seeing as we're, uh, we're going in one take here, I'm yeah, going sure to try and make it work. <laughs> but no, in all, in all fairness, I, uh, I, uh, got a 3.8, uh, in, uh, high school. Oh, yeah. And uh, I lied on my application saying I got a 4.0 because I didn't understand what a weighted GPA was. Yeah. And uh, everyone, everyone accepted me. (laughs) And uh, later I found out that it wasn't about your grades or anything. It was about uh, how much money you have and how much money you're willing to spend. Honestly. But um, yeah, I went to, I'm not sure if I can say this or not, but I went to school in North Carolina. Okay. And uh, my school was, um, we were, uh, you know, we were right by the beach, and I had a lot of good memories at that school. Um, but, uh, you know, it was a lot of good memories, you know, 10 minutes away from the beach, we would go over there all the time. And uh, it was just nice, you know, I miss it a lot. But, uh, yeah, I came down here, and I've always kind of been the class clown, right? And I, I found that, you know, you know, telling jokes was a good time waster. And, you know, when people are laughing, they don't really care about what you're doing. So I can slack off a lot. <laughs> and, uh... That is a reason. Yeah. So, uh, so that was, that was what I did. And then I, I was like, you know, man, I should, like, actually write these down. This is, you know, mm-hmm. this is a lot more fun than going to school for business. And, uh, that was kind of the realization that I had when I came down here. Was that, uh, you know, college, although it might be fun, I didn't really want to do the the like normal college path like I uh, could not picture you as a business like, person <laughs> yeah <laughs> well it was actually kind of funny the only the only times that I enjoyed that class were like the extracurricular things so like oh, okay. we had to uh like pitch a product or whatever mm-hmm. and everyone was just like like taking it very seriously and I come up here and I'm like <laughs> I come up there and I'm like uh howdy y'all this is my product and uh, I, I don't Do you remember, really do that in class? I did that. I did that in class. I, I told him I was a proud graduate of Alabama University. <laughs> and uh, I can't remember. I, uh, I don't entirely remember, but the they had, they had like four judges that were like peers. And they asked me some question about world hunger or whatever. And I don't... <laughs> I don't remember what I said entirely, but it wasn't serious. (laughs) And uh, everyone was everyone was laughing. And And how'd you come out of that grade? No, I I mean I got the teacher laughing too. So that was kind of when I realized that uh, you know as long as you make people laugh, then you can get away with a lot of stuff. Yeah. And um, well, I mean, I think that would have helped out Charles Manson. (laughs) He was a Beach Boy. Did you know that? Charles was he really? Yeah, he uh, he wrote a few Beach Boys songs. Oh How different the Beach Boys would have been, <laughs> you know, surfing USA. <laughs> I mean, no, su- like, honestly, like people surfing enjoy with my laughing, cellmate, so. I guess. You know? <laughs> surfing with the family. People like laughing. That's important, and I right. think that that is a valuable. I went to the Manson family reunion. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I just. I realized that I was interrupting. I wanted to interrupt <laughs> you on purpose. <laughs> I'm unsurprised. Yeah, and, uh, but, uh, yeah, I went to the Manson family reunion. <laughs> You're still going with it. Not a lot of people were there. <laughs> Turns out most of them are dead or in jail. They killed people. Yeah, they sure did. I'm not sure if any of your, your viewers are old enough to remember when that happened, but I still remember. 
This old this old noggin's like a lockbox. I never forget. 9-11, never forgot that one either. I'm still pissed. <laughs> so comedy is the best medicine. I understand that as well, being someone who writes comedy for other people. I thought Bush should have signed the, uh, what was it, the Monroe Doctrine? No, what was it, uh, uh, what is it with, uh, I was gonna say Manchurian Candidate. I know it starts with an M. What is it? Freaking, uh, where they have to stay at office or whatever to fight the good fight don't know what that is. I can't remember. I'll, I'll, I'll just blurt it out at some point. Continue. Go ahead. Have you ever considered wanting to do, like, stand-up? Yeah, well, I, I, I want to do stand-up at some point. It's just, uh, anxiety is a, a really interesting thing because, uh, for me, anxiety has kept me from doing a lot of things that I, uh, want to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, back in the day, people just called it being nervous. But uh, now we have to call it anxiety, right? Yeah, I think that if it's just stage fright, it's just... And I, I have to, like, you know, you got to get medicated for it. I don't think I, you uh, have to if you don't want to. I, uh, I remember walking into the office for the, uh, the therapy session or whatever, the therapist. And, uh, you know, that's a, that's a difficult one because uh, uh, the room right next to it was uh, the rapist. Because the, uh, uh, if, you, if you split the word in the yes. middle, it says the, the rapist. And that's awful. I mean, really, quite frankly, I don't even know how they leased out a, a place to a guy who's who's committing a crime openly. Frankie Jonas had to change his uh, at username because he wanted to write Frankie the therapist or yeah. something like that, and he realized that it said rapist. You don't want to be broadcasting that to <laughs> no. the, you know on Twitter. <laughs> No, but like, so why are, why do you think that you're, is it just stage fright? Like, what is it? Well, yeah, it's, it's, uh, that, and then I, I make a lot of excuses for time, but in all honesty, I mean, uh, anxiety, you know, everyone can, I believe, you know, everyone can overcome it, but at least for me, I'll tell you my experience. So, uh, for me, I always had a very difficult time, especially while, while talking to girls is, is one of the, the biggest things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for a lot of young guys. And I'm sure a lot of your viewers can relate. Uh, I, I don't know talking, your demographic. Talking but to anyone that you are attracted to, is, period, yeah. is anxious. Like, it's, yeah. it's terrifying. And I haven't gotten any better at that, but I've gotten a little bit funnier, and I can rely on that. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, it's just um, coming down here definitely helped out a lot uh, because, you know, there aren't a lot of guys here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know... You got to make friends with people, and and it was it was nice because I always, I mean, I, I respect women, right? And but the thing is, is it's it's difficult to like talk to someone or like put yourself out there, and like it's uh it's difficult to like put yourself out there with someone that you're like attracted to, mm-hmm. um, and then also like you know if they want to be friends and stuff it's just it's very complicated um but like being down here my my main motive was just to like make friends and that kind of changed my perspective on a lot of things because i was like you know wouldn't it be nice to you know just make friends and and be able to like talk to girls and then like be friends first and then just see where things go and i think that's like mentality a lot more people need is like like figure out if your friendship's good first and then you know that'll lead into a, a good relationship um, but that's, that's really, you know, how I've overcome, uh, or overcame anxiety and mm-hmm. I just need to, you know, do apply the same. that to stage. Exactly. Apply that to stage. Really. Hold on. Right. So we're back. Um, we got the giggles out. 
I just want to make that I was say, we were talking, we, we talked about a lot of, okay, but we, you're talking about getting your anxiety. anxiety. So what strategies do you have in place or are you thinking about when it comes to doing um, potential stand-up in the future since you are content, continuing? Because I would go see your stand-up 100%. Uh, honestly, I think, I mean, this helped me a lot during quarantine too was um, I found that just like uh, basically kind of becoming crazy is really the best outlet. Like, like genuinely though, like one movie that I watched was, uh, I think it's, uh, everybody wants some and it's a Richard Linklater movie. And it's about, um, these guys who go to college and they want to have sex, but the, the whole, I like, it's also like a, like a movie about brotherhood and like, you know, mentorship and like father and son sort of like moments and stuff like that. And there was one, uh, one character in there who, he was very strange, right? And he just kind of, like, bounced around, like, baseball teams, uh, like, college baseball teams. He would, like, fake his transcript and stuff like that just to play college baseball because that's what he loved to do. And one thing that he, uh, he said to people was, uh, or one quote that's, like, really stuck with me is, like, you know, uh, basically get weird uh, because if you get weird, then you'll figure out who you are in the process. And that was my mentality in quarantine and for a while. And I kind of figured out who I was and it's a good feeling, you know, to actually have an identity. And I think that's, you know, something that everyone can, uh, can take to the bank there. But I'm, um, I'm going to try and use that mentality when it comes to stand up too. you know, just sort of be yourself up there. But it's just overcoming that fear, you know, just getting up on stage. You're going to bomb your first time probably. And, uh, and just, you know, working things out, like trying to figure out, you know, routine cadence. Uh, stuff like that and uh, I think that's you know how I'm gonna make it work but yeah you, you never know until you try so that's my message to the people uh, let's get weird really and yes please tell me when you do end up doing stand-up yeah, yeah. I will be at whatever dive bar you're yeah. in oh they have a one shoddy microphone <laughs> they have one over at the improv uh, so you're gonna go uh, eventually well it's on Wednesdays that's the problem uh, okay and it's at like Wednesdays at like like eight fifteen or something, mm -hmm. so it doesn't really work with my schedule. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'll do I'll do it at some point. I'll just like you know call out of work or something. <laughs> All for up. the sake of your future career. Well, yeah, yeah, and I guess that's another point too is that like a lot of you know I think a lot of people get too caught up in uh, like their their you know menial job mm -hmm. right and something that they don't want to do and they get stuck and they're like, you know, well, I guess this is it, right? And, you know, I don't have a proven track record. I haven't made it yet, but I'm still like an idealist, right? And I, I want to, I want to believe it'll all work out because, uh, you know, like Kanye West said, you know, shoot for the stars. So when you fall, you land in the clouds, right? I mean, like, yeah, that's so difficult. And I know that like, I know that you're an avid listener of the pod, Mason. So yeah, like, you I'm, know. I'm the first super fan. <laughs> this is I'm true. the first super fan on the podcast. <laughs> Cassidy, Cassidy had to get me to take off my uh, I had a shirt with her face on it And I said I love the podcast That's what it said on there oh, Could you imagine No um, I don't want people to get the wrong idea I'm not taking off my shirt for, for that reason But I had another shirt Just in case something like this would happen Oh my god Um. No but like on 
like one of the first the first episode I had a guest on with my roommate Anna right. um, and we talked about balancing art and work because that's such a crazy like weird balance right. yours is like you have found ways to integrate your working your craft into work to make people laugh because right. you're testing out your jokes when you're at work right. and things like that are you mm. writing jokes at home then or just like whenever you think of them just, or you write them down yeah um yeah, just whenever you think of a joke, write it down. Um, I guess it's a really good you know mentality for art to begin with is art doesn't have a schedule. Um, so just do it when you can. And if you feel motivated, like just like crank it out, like like go until you burn yourself out, really. And I know that doesn't sound good, burn yourself out. But like, you know, put it out because it, at least for me, right? Like if I only enjoyed like doing it when it's like new because it's like it's funny right when you hear the same joke 50 times uh it's not going to be funny right right but if you do it you know if you do it when you're having fun and it when it's still a funny joke uh then you know it's uh it's a good time and uh that's the whole reason why i did it to begin with was why i chose comedy over business is because i wanted to do something impactful and i think a lot of people are uh you know meant to do something more and uh they don't they don't go after it and uh that's sad but uh it's everyone's life decision i guess to you know maybe they want to start a family maybe they found something else you know yeah everything works out in the end but you know why not try for you know something right you only got one shot yeah we have one laugh light one laugh unless I mean, like, you're like a you buddhist or laughs. something well like you know <laughs> and you could like come back again I mean, like everybody should try to you know live their life life the best yeah. that they can because I mean like you literally do only have one life and you mm. need to like be happy for it. Right. So why not pursue your passions, make people laugh. Right. Yeah. Make it work. Honestly. Um. Yeah. Got a joke for us since we got to end it off. Yeah. Get oh a joke. Get you give us a joke and then I'll have you plug yourself. Okay. I could do like a like a Johnny Carson bit. Can you, have you ever well i do a better ed mcmahon do you want to do johnny carson i've always seen you as a johnny carson here on the podcast anyway did you do johnny carson you know he was a scorpio you guys would probably get along pretty well i don't know as much about astrology as you think that i do yeah johnny I'm carson would come lot, out but... here he'd, he'd have like 10 cigars sitting on the table and he'd go you want one or that wasn't a good jo- i've never done a johnny carson impression <laughs> you really said i'll do johnny carson i've never done johnny carson <laughs> well you never know until you try <laughs> you're right but Ed McMahon would call out Johnny. He'd be like, uh, here's Johnny. That's what he would say or something like that. Oh, because that's what, like, that bit from The Shining is based off of. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I didn't yes, know yes. that. I didn't know that until a long time either. Mm-hmm. So give us your plug. If you want people to follow you, where can we follow you on? I can give you a joke here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't want to leave with that one. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Here we go. Lord help us if Nerf ever pumped. Sorry, this is this is awful. I'm sorry. I think I think it's funnier when I screw up. Anyways, Lord help us if Nerf ever partners with Raytheon. You know who Raytheon is? <laughs> is that a gun company? Yeah, they're like a <laughs> missile company. Nerf missile. Oh man. Oh, here here's one that'll make sense. I clicked on an article the other day that said who's the most gullible person in the world. I clicked on it. Turns out it was me. <laughs> that is a good one. That's a thank good you, one. Thank you. I'm sure that one's been done before. Where can people follow you if they want to? Uh, you can follow me uh, if you make the decision, I guess. <laughs> uh, Detweiler, uh-huh. uh, which actually has no no uh, relation to my last name. 
Uh, but it's D E B. Uh, B is in boy. Sorry, there's only one B. Hold on, let me restart here. <laughs> I don't want to confuse people, you know. Yeah, of course. D E B T W I L E R. And uh, you can follow me on SoundCloud if you want to. It's uh, Dason Metweiler. Also, no relation at all to my, my actual name. This is just sort of a pseudonym. Uh, my stage name is actually, uh, it's going to be Mike Hawk. No, it's not going to sound good on, on the podcast, but it'll look right written out. <laughs> Mike Hawk. I always thought it I always thought it'd be funny if, uh, you know, the host that... brings me out and he says, uh, everyone give it up for Mike Hawk. <laughs> yeah. And then I come out on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are expecting him to show his penis. <laughs> Pretty classic mix-up if I've ever seen one. A classic turnaround. Uh, but yeah, on uh, SoundCloud, you can follow me at Dayson Metweiler. D-A-Y-S-O-N-M-E-T-W-I-L-E-R. Uh, on Facebook, you can find me at uh, President Joe Biden. Uh, on MySpace, you can find me at uh, D-A-Y-S-O-N-M-E-T-W-I-L-E-R. Uh, on um, Tinder, you can probably find me scrolling, I guess, <laughs> if you want to. Oh, thank God. I've never run across you Bumble, on Tinder. You can, you can find me on Bumble, too, I guess. I don't know. You can find me on a... Well, all these I've gotten banned from. I just... <laughs> I guess that's where the joke ends. I couldn't think of any more stuff. So, uh, Twitter. Twitter. Link, you can follow LinkedIn. Me on, you can follow me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on um, on the Nigerian social media page. I also made a few appearances on the North Korean one, too. It's a little of bit... Of course. You were in, on their top, like, uh, what, what was the joke you said before? You were, uh, was, their uh, their the, talent show. I was, uh, yeah, um, North Korea's got talent. That's right, that's right. So, of course, you'd be over there. Yeah, well, they don't have many posts. No. Uh, they probably don't have a lot a, of people get to see it. It's a newer, it's a newer page. We'll, mm-hmm. give them, we'll give them some time to come up with some good stuff. But they've got some funny people over there, man. You know, trauma really, really <laughs> creates good comedy, I've, I've learned. This is Oh, well, Mason, thank you so much for joining me on the pod. Thanks for having me. Yes. This kind of reminds me of when I was in uh, elementary school and we had to have, uh, we had to create a video mm-hmm. and uh, my dad added in a, uh, added it in ad and uh, it was a lot funnier than anything that I did there. So, but everyone loved it. And that's when I knew my comedy career was going to take off. Oh my goodness gracious. Do you want to edit that part out? Or? <laughs> I'll figure it out. Don't you worry about it. All right. I'm well, going to keep recording. Yeah. I'm going to go get some water real fast. Hold on. There, go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Uh huh. I'm leaving. Yeah. Goodbye. All right. Thanks for having me. Uh huh. Oh my God. That was a disaster. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you guys next week. Goodbye. Did that, did that pick up? <laughs> yeah, sure did.